Some years ago, I watched an NBA game late one night, around this time of year, I think. Um, the Lakers found themselves on the hottest team entering Miami to face the team of potential. Miami was on a six-game slide and had pointed to that matchup as a way to right their ship in a single game. They did so and won. Kobe Bryant, the Lakers' perennial MVP candidate and two-time reigning NBA champ, had a poor shooting night. By all accounts, he had hit all the shots that mattered in the game, save closing it out when he could have, typically his strong suit. And afterwards, what did he do? He walked out onto the other team's home court after the game and shot for another hour and a half, many from the same area from which he had missed the shot before. Amazing, right? Even more impressive, he had done the same thing a few hours before the game, before anyone else had even arrived. And when asked why, he said he needed to improve, that he had to make those shots. It was his job. Welcome to episode five of Karmic Kamikaze, training to be a better you. Now, it's easy to respond to Kobe's actions in a number of ways. You could look at him astonished and find a legendary talent pushing himself to even new heights. You could callously point to the logic of his statements and agree that it's his obligation to hit every shot for his team because he's their leader. You could have even made the case that Kobe was unrealistic at the time, aging and insanely stubborn. Perhaps even that his drive and his determination may wear down his body and be his undoing. And I would have agreed with all three. But I also think of him now enviously because as an athlete, all of those reasons are logical. An athlete can step into his element armed with statistics game field, a trainer, a coach, his teammates, and fine-tune exactly what movement or injury or lack of preparedness can be attributed as his weakness. But what does one do when his weakness and his area of strength is his own mind, his beliefs, maybe even his DNA? It makes me consider what type of training one must undertake to improve himself. What exercises does one perform to understand what makes him think or react as he does in any situation? It makes me envious of those who find that in a coach or playbook in their pastor and church, buying into them with a faith as an athlete might have proven coach that's joining the Rocky team. And because if an athlete trains harder, works longer, then the next to improve on their God-given ability, then how's one train more to improve themselves other than think more, reflect more, place themselves in situations of failure more often? I'd liken that to the greatest success of my own life. Like Kobe, no matter how good I feel, I become an understanding myself. I can't help but examine myself more when faced with a single failing, a poor interaction with a person, an argument, etc. If not myself, then who is this metaphorical coach that points out areas of improvement and the path to improve them from an altruistic place? How I envy the people at ease with the realization of self or the ignorance that it isn't important or can be supplanted by something outside of them. I truly believe only a few things with certainty, but one of those is that God in whatever form and by whatever name resides within. He exists within each of us and without any of us all at once. So to truly understand him or your neighbor, you have to understand yourself truly as well. Maybe that's tearing away yourself so you don't feel the need to understand it any longer or connecting with a set of people so you no longer make those divisions, but it's true. So what training does one undergo to accomplish that? I know that my motivation are those around me that I love the most and those around me that I should love more as a matter of truth. But I'm fairly uncertain what court, rink, or field to go to and what exercises to perform to accomplish it. 
I do know what was given to me, what path lies before me in loose terms, and I know that my want to improve and the firmness to which I hold its importance are the very things that should be fostered. I also know that I'm challenging those the wrong way, through the wrong venues and onto the wrong people, and in doing so, retarding my process. I just can't seem to change course. I remember looking at someone I love recently after holding firm to something that in the moment I felt I should. I felt overcome with guilt and failure that I'd behaved in a way that I shouldn't. But later in a moment of clarity, I still couldn't logically justify any other recourse. I mean, how can you want to improve so badly and try so hard, but in seconds fail again? How is it that logic and uncertainty can be deemed wrong all because they manifest so poorly? Form over function again. I've tried to resign myself to shortcomings, that good is a good enough is, is all I'll ever be. But I don't think it's any accident that notion haunts me and seems untrue more often than the opposite. So on nights like these, like those Kobe had, I walk back into the quarter of my mind and I keep shooting for hours. I shoot from the same spot, rethinking. I replay the tapes in my head, trying to find fault in one technique that led to that errant decision and caused my mind to spiral like his ball did out of the cylinder. But in my mind, I just keep thinking that the damn ball should have fallen through the hoop. It, it just looks so easy. And logically, it is. Ideally, it would be. If all were right, it would be. But it's, it's just not. 